Hi everyone and welcome to the Local Homeschoolers podcast, where you come for local resources and encouragement. I am your host, Autumn Frisbee. Hi, welcome to the show. Today I have a friend, uh, Jennifer Friday, on the show. Jennifer is a working homeschool mother of two and we are looking forward to her sharing her story with us. So thanks for joining me on the show today, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Good morning. So let's just start off by telling the listeners how long you've been homeschooling. This is our first year, about seven months. And what was it that led to your decision to homeschool? We gave some consideration to doing different schools or different programs. Um, But in the end, probably like many people, our experiences with virtual school in 2020 helped us to better see how much or how little our kids were learning. And we felt like we could do it and we jumped in. And we've talked a lot about uh, several issues that you faced as a new homeschool parent. Let's focus in on the first one, um, the idea of de-schooling. Can you explain what this term means to those who may think that it means unschooling, which means um, different things to certain people? But what has been your experience with the concept of de-schooling? And was this a new idea to you when you first started homeschooling? Yeah, it really was. And I wish I had heard about de-schooling before I got started in my planning. Um, So unschooling, the way I understand it, typically involves allowing a child-led education plan. Um, And I think that might be scary to some people. As I learn more about it, I think it's kind of exciting. But de-schooling specifically um, is allowing time to adapt from the schedule and the expectations of your prior school experience. And um, I wish I had known about de-schooling because changing to homeschooling has provided many positive results, but it really was a change. Um, I think that I would have given us all more grace and had been more patient with myself, especially if I'd given us some time to adjust. Getting to know your child is part of the de-schooling process, and you get to experiment during that de-schooling process and find out how do your children learn? Um, And this is an experimental phase. It is. And, you know, I suspect that those who have homeschooled their children from the very beginning probably already know this, and those veterans who have had multiple years under their belt if they were in public school first know this also. Um, but uh, I definitely had you know, still an expectation that my children were needed to hit certain marks um, at a certain pace, and um, you know, it was trial and error um, that, you know, we started on a certain curriculum, realized that that wasn't really working for us and took a step back and again, experimented. Um, And I can say that, you know, reflecting now that that probably was our de-schooling, right? Is Mm -hmm. um, those stops and starts. If I, you know, knew uh, then what I knew now, I probably just simply would have slowed the process and probably not try to do six subjects on on day one, um, but maybe, you know, started with one and adapted to that and see how that worked for each child. And then, you know, add more as we started feeling more comfortable with our new routines and working together in a different way. And so now that you're seven months into your homeschooling journey, at what point did you feel, um, or if you don't feel this way, but at what point did you seem you had it, you know, kind of you understand their home with you now and you kind of have more of a groove to your schedule? We definitely have a better groove now. Um, I'll say, you know, I um, I do work from home. My husband works out of the house. Um, The biggest uh, change is the amount of time that we have together as a family. 
And I love it. Um, but this is really where the heavy lifting happens, um, I think, in becoming a homeschooler. Um, mm-hmm. I knew our school time would take a lot less. Everybody that I talked to had already said that. Um, but I was unprepared for the reality of how much more time we had together. It was easy to panic initially, and this probably, again, led us to cram in too many subjects. Um, but mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to fill up their time with more worksheets or educational activities um, and simply be productive. So I was concerned on whether I was challenging them enough and keeping up with um, other schooled kids or even other homeschoolers. So um, filling up time um, is still a challenge. I'm not sure that I've really solved it, Um, but I'm more patient with that as well. Um, I think that's part of the de-schooling process is thinking that we need to have seven hours of uh, work, school work done in a day. <laughs> it is, but it's also, um, you know, once I backed up from that expectation that it was going to take up so much time is really finding good ways um, uh, that we can spend the remaining time. And again, because I work um, some of that time, I need to block off and focus on the work that I'm doing. Um, so, you know, not allowing the screens to take over was a, one of my biggest fears. I I would say, though, that um, one of the biggest surprises and the best benefits of having this extra time is how much more of our children's personality and character um, we are able to get to know. They are in their preteen years, and I'm especially grateful that we're able to get them to know them in a different way and to strengthen our relationships now. Um, I feel it's kind of scary to think about how much I would have missed um, or the opportunities to nurture their character. Mm -hmm. And how have you seen your children uh, change over this last year? They are much more peaceful and content. Uh, They are less stressed about what's happening the next day. My child that I mentioned that had been emotionally stressed out each day or spent at the end of each day, um, she's introverted. She just simply needs a little bit more time to herself. And um, she's really blossomed. Um, so that the activities that she's able to participate in, she's able to be much more present. Have they um, talked about missing traditional school at all or any of the social stuff they were doing previously? Actually, I would say that my children probably have more social engagements now than they did when they were in a traditional school. Um, One of the things that was funny, I do have a a little bit of a chatter kid um, who enjoyed socializing at school And um, that was always, you know, one of those things that we had to talk about is, you know, not to talk whenever you weren't supposed to talk. And and so my kids have actually really enjoyed homeschooling. They've enjoyed the fact that just as a family, we're able to get the things we need to get done done during the you know traditional school day and that they have their afternoons and evenings and weekends to. Um, really do the activities they love. Let's go and focus on on the idea of choosing curriculum. This is where I feel like sometimes people focus most of all when they're starting to homeschool. Um, explain how this process went for you and what sort of advice have you learned since deciding um, which curriculum to choose? So with respect to choosing curriculum, I had chosen a math curriculum and I found that it wasn't working for one of my children. So I'm not sure why I was so attached to that first selection and and tried to make it work so hard. Um, Once I took a step back and um, looked at other choices, I was able to find a curriculum that is working for them. I also am 
not putting as much stress on their math progress as I was before. I would also say that um, in my excitement about all the extra time, I really crammed in a lot of subjects into our week. They weren't really mission critical. And honestly, they were subjects that appealed to me personally. Um, Once I, again, backed up, took some time to really learn more about what my children's interests were and the pace that they were moving, um, I did remove several topics from their, you know, their daily work. And that made a big difference. And when you first started out to homeschool, did researching curriculum kind of consume, was that like your main goal of finding the perfect curriculum, the perfect solution? Explain how that may hinder new homeschoolers in their process of finding out who their children are and learning more about their children. Yeah, there are so many different choices for homeschooling curriculum. There's lots of online courses. There's lots of textbooks and workbooks. And, you know, for those homeschooling moms that I spoke with about their curriculum, there, you know, there's people become very attached to it. So they're very persuasive. I think I would say that I should have taken more time to see what curriculum um, best suited my child or to feel comfortable experimenting that I shouldn't feel like a failure if I purchased a curriculum and it really didn't work for my child. It probably is not the curriculum's fault. It's just that my child needed something different. And, you know, going back to what's one of the reasons why I'm homeschooling, I want to be able to ensure my child loves learning. I want to be sure they're learning at their own pace and that they're continuing to make progress. So when I'm beating my head against, you know, the wall with a particular curriculum, um, and again, I'm, I'm less than a year into this, but my decision is that I'm just going to set that curriculum aside, either the subject itself or the curriculum and try something new. Mm-hmm. And homeschooling gives us that freedom, but I think it's a very scary road to walk for a lot of new homeschoolers. It is. It, there's a lot of scary things about homeschooling. You know, the fact that you are doing something that's probably countercultural. Um, you may not have the approval or the understanding of your friends and your family. Um, you're, you feel like all the outcome of your child and their potential, you know, um, is based upon the decisions you make um, with respect to your homeschool curriculum or whether they have a desk in their room or they're able to study independently. And um a lot of the time that I spend with myself is ensuring that I'm not making my decisions out of that kind of fear. So what have been the best resources that have helped you in your homeschooling journey over the last year? So there have been several homeschooling moms that have given me some terrific and timely advice. Uh, One of the moms that um, I spoke with early on suggested that I read The Unhurried Homeschooler by Dorinda Wilson. And that really calmed my spirit. I actually didn't read it right away. I picked it up um, and kind of scanned it. But once I started kind of encountering those challenges, um, I read it and it made a big difference. And I also listened to her podcast and uh, look at her website. I can't recommend it enough because it really um, helped me feel much more calm and allow me to feel intentional about uh, not stressing my kids out or stressing our family out 
over our homeschool activities. Another veteran mom suggested that developing and nurturing our relationship would be more effective in the long run than fighting about schoolwork on a daily basis. And I'm really grateful for that advice because in the end, I feel like, you know, a year from now or two years from now or 10 years from now, that if my child has um, a real trust and understanding that um, they're going to be better learners. So I also wish that I had known um, to get a homeschool evaluator early on so that I was less stressed about details and wondering if I was doing enough to stay compliant with state laws. I didn't consult one until very late in the game and found that I really had done a lot more than I needed to do. I think that's such an important um, topic to hit on is uh, we're not told that we need to go see an evaluator or talk to one, but it's such an important asset to have. Um, they can lead you, they can steer you on which curriculum to choose, and maybe ideas that you hadn't thought of. So I think that's a very valuable resource we have. Yes, it definitely has been. And it's provided a lot of encouragement um, for those evaluators. Now they've seen a lot of different families that are homeschooling and children. And so their encouragement, right, of continuing down this path and understanding what resources are available um, really makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. And what sort of um, activities have you found locally? Were you surprised by the homeschool community and all the resources there are in our area? I was. Uh, fortunately, we were uh, turned towards Grace Homeschool Connection early on. And again, as a new homeschooling mom, um, since our children had been in public school since they started preschool, um, I was very nervous to simply kind of go at this alone. So having Grace Homeschool Connection and their excellent courses and instructors um, has made a big difference. My kids take several of their subjects there and the rest of the subjects we do at home. But having um, that structure as we're transitioning to homeschooling has been invaluable. I would also say I'm, I'm aware of a lot of the um, national organizations and the local organizations, um, the Facebook groups um, and the meetups that are available. I haven't been as available to do as many meetups as I hoped I would be able to do mm -hmm. um, because we both work and the kids are involved in so many activities. Um, we haven't found that we have as much time to do meetups as I had hoped. Yeah. And like going back to the time that we have with them at home, there doesn't seem sometimes enough time to do schoolwork. That's definitely true. There are some days that we are just not interested in doing a math lesson and I feel much more comfortable and confident now um, allowing us to skip that. And I also, you know, my children are 10 and 11 and allowing them um, to have some influence in what subjects we cover each day. And if they're just not feeling that particular subject, um, you know, perhaps maybe setting, you know, a certain number of math, math lessons we do a week and allowing them to decide, you know, when those get done. Um, you know, I'm experimenting with these different habits and um, approaches. And my kids are much more enthusiastic that they're being included in those kind of decisions. What advice would you have liked to um, have heard in the beginning of your homeschooling journey? So I would say um, as a new homeschooling mom, right? If I told my, if I could go back a year ago and give myself some advice, mm -hmm. I would say that uh, not to be discouraged if it takes time to find my niche in homeschooling or to find the right support structure, structure or the right schedule. I 
probably had a misconception that homeschool families were more similar than different, but there really is a lively mixture of the different reasons for homeschooling and parents with different work schedules and children that, you know, have different activity schedules. So I think it does take time to find perhaps your group um, of folks that you're able to do activities with. Um, It doesn't just flow with those kids that you used to go to school with. I would also say not to be disappointed when family or friends can't wrap their heads around your decision to homeschool. And this comes to my conviction of why I'm homeschooling, right? That these children are my responsibility um, to train and to educate and not just um, academically, um, but their relationships and how they interact with the world and their responsibilities. Um, So it can be easy I think, to feel um, insecure if you have people around you who are not supportive. Um, But I I think going back to the reason why you're homeschooling um, is so important. That is really great advice. Thank you for that. And is there anything else you want to say to maybe encourage a parent who's on the fence right now thinking about homeschooling for next year? I I really would say that the um, giving some serious thought to de-schooling and allowing your family to get to know each other in a new way feel free to experiment with different curriculums. There are so many online sites where you can buy unused worksheets or sample curriculums and, you know, take the time to see which approach most engages your child. I can't say my kids love sitting down to do most of their work, but I definitely have a better understanding um, of what they know and what they don't know and how they like to learn. And um, this happened in, you know, a very short period of time. So I think that some folks feel like if they don't kind of get it in the first month or in the first three months, that homeschooling is just not for them. So I would say to, you know, keep experimenting. Um, You know, these children are entrusted to us typically for around 18 years. Um, And, you know, whether it was, you know, potty training or teaching them to ride a bike, our first attempt wasn't always the one that worked. And so I would say the same thing about homeschooling is to be persistent and to continue to look for additional resources. Um, There really are so many resources available. There couldn't be a better time in history, in my opinion, to begin homeschooling because there are so many veteran homeschooler moms out there that um, can share with you their experiences and what worked for them. And and like I said, the the folks that had given me good advice, it wasn't about really what curriculum to use. And it wasn't whether or not you should have a desk in each child's room or have a separate working space. It was about um, the relationship with your child and really learning how to teach your child again if you are transitioning back um, from a traditional school to homeschooling. How has homeschooling like refreshed you as a mom? You know, out it's again changing my mindset. I really, you know, this is a whole different topic, but in so many ways, in the last few years, I've simplified my life. I, I simplified what I thought my income needed to be. Um, I simplified the possessions that were in our home. How many commitments that I'm willing to make socially, um, or with regard to my children's activities? Um, or even kind of my expectation of, of how much I will accomplish in homemaking, you know? <laughs> um, so homeschooling became much easier whenever I decided that I wanted to simplify life. 
I, I think that's awesome that you are just in seven months of homeschooling and I feel like you have a lot to share to the community. So I thank you for being on today. Thank you very much, Autumn. I appreciate it. I'd like to say, and um, I know that as a parent um, or as parents, um, we make mistakes, right? We fail and our children, like everyone else, are going to experience problems and failure in their life. And my hope is um, based upon um, one of the Bible verses my parents made, made me memorize when I was um, growing up. And that's Proverbs 22, 6. And it's train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And this really helps keep me centered into why I'm doing homeschooling. Because I've made mistakes. My children will likely make mistakes in their life. But the way that we train them is the way that they're going to conduct themselves whenever they get older. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on the show today and just sharing your story with us. We hope this podcast has been encouraging for you. If you would like to share your homeschool story or have a local homeschooling resource, please reach out to us at localhomeschoolers.com.